0: Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now 629 7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. I love gizmos. Beep 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 Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY.
1: It is Computers Internet BOH Computers News Talk ninety four point seven and nine seventy WMAY two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. The phone number gets you on the air with Bull this Saturday morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning. It's a uh, a stupid hot day to be outside, but you can be inside to be on your computer playing games, updating more updates to Microsoft because they continue to break things and cause issues or We're
2: still noticing ones with the sound driver just the sound doesn't work after that update, so typically you have to go to the website and download the previous sound driver.
1: Yes, uh, and I actually just had one of my coworkers updated his home machine. He's working from home, did that update. He's like, yeah, now my sound doesn't work. I said, funny thing about that. <laughs> he yeah. finally did get some other updates and got it working, but still, it's very inconvenient, especially in his case. It's a gaming computer, so it's really inconvenient.
2: Yeah, if you play games, you need that sound.
1: The. Uh, uh, Big one from yesterday you know let, let's get to your to things going on, how things go around BLH first and we'll get into this. How, how's the lab first of all?
2: The lab's pretty good. I saw that there were a couple of computers in here so uh, that's good. that'll make for a nice exciting day. Uh, we're here till 6 p.m so feel free to bring any recycling out or bring any computers if you have any uh, repair that needs done or if you have any just any questions for us.
1: And uh, I know sales are probably still super heavy.
2: Yep, sales are still going pretty good. Um, Yeah, I had a couple of machines built up, and then those have already sold. And we're actually already talking about getting ready for the Black Friday sale coming up in November. This is about how early we start preparing for that, just getting, you know, these machines set aside to try and get ready for it, these machines also. And then we've got, like, these three different things that we're going to try and get ready for, like our specials. Uh, We— We usually only get one of those maybe two at most of those ready but um, just for whatever reasons all of these have bios passwords on them and we're not able to do anything with those or this whole set was recycled because the ethernet port went out on it or something along those lines Uh, one thing that i did want to mention just as somebody who has this kind of insider information since i'm testing all of these machines and getting them ready one thing that I am starting to notice a scarcity of is optical drives. We are actually starting to get uh, desktops in that they don't have the DVD RWs. They just have DVD drives in them. So they can play DVDs and CDs, but they can't burn them. And we're getting several laptops in that just don't have optical drives built into them, just period.
1: Now that's And I can tell you from the, the purchasing side of things and working with, uh, reps, at least with, with Dell, with some of the big purchasing I do, they are most computers, I mean, most companies are really getting away from phasing those out because everything's going digital.
2: Yep. It's yeah. just, it's been a dying media for a little while now, and we're starting to get to the point where the things we're able to refurbish are either having just DVD drives in them or they're... They just don't have any optical drives in them, and we're getting getting—we're almost out of them for our desktops, and a lot of the desktops we're getting in, uh, they'll just have that empty space. So mostly I just wanted to say if you are somebody who, if your business relies on any kind of CD or DVD, um, or if you just have stuff that's saved to that sort of stuff, I really strongly recommend trying to update that to digital. The... The the CDs and DVDs they're not made to last forever either. So before too long, they will just stop playing.
1: Yes, and and those aren't uh, like like you have the tools to recover hard drives, flash drives, stuff like that. Those are once they've gone bad, they've gone bad. Good luck. Yes. you're not you're not getting stuff off of them.
2: It's not like a scratch where just a little bit of the the data is corrupt, so like the song might skip a little bit at that part, or you know maybe picture number whatever won't show up. Yeah, if if the optical or if the the CD or the DVD itself, if it just becomes bad, I think that's a 10-year shelf life is yep, what they're supposed to be. That's about right. So that's still a decent amount of time. But I mean, how long ago did you make your original disc? You might want to make a copy of it or just. I recommend going digital if you can. Yeah,
1: cloud storage is very cheap. Use it for very many number of good reasons. I mean, de- definitely, yep. there's a lot of companies out there. Research them, see who's got advantages, disadvantages. They all do. But trust me, um, working in an environment like I do where people have large amounts or been in this job a long time and have large amounts of data and never backed it up anywhere except their hard drive and it died, I have seen grown adults in tears and bo yeah, I know you have as here. well yep. because it wasn't anywhere and, and like I tell the people when I explain how our the the, the system that we use is called box and, and even though we have it as a corporate piece anybody can can get it. I think they even have a basic free account. It's available anywhere. You can if you don't have a computer in front of you and need a file, download the box app on your phone. You can access it from there. You can at your your – sounds terrible. Your house burns down and you need important files that you put in the cloud. You can get them anywhere. The, the cloud isn't this dangerous thing, and, and I've actually had to have those kind of conversations with people that believe the company will go in and, and uh, l- look through your files or whatever. You've got to have a little bit of faith, and in a lot of those, it's end-to-end encrypted. While the yeah. company's hosting it, they can never access it.
2: Right, and that's, that's one of the big uh – Arguments nowadays on how companies handle that sort of stuff a lot of the like Google and specifically they encrypt your stuff yep. So if you host something to the cloud, they'll encrypt it They did it wasn't always like this and that's why several years ago. There was that giant uh, yes. cloud hack um, So nowadays if they hack the cloud they will they can get your some of your information But they can't get all of it and they can't see your data. Nope. Um, they could still go through that point point you know, at some point to get access to your account. But, I mean, so no, nothing out there is 100% secure, and we actually <laughs> learned, uh, learned that pretty pretty crazy this week, Tell as a what, matter of fact. Let's,
1: let's talk about that in a minute. I need to take a quick phone call here. Hi, you're on with Computers Internet, BOH Computers.
3: Morning, guys. I'm hoping you all can shed some light on something I don't know much about.
1: Good morning.
3: I need – I need to get a new monitor. I'm looking at one in the 27 to 30-inch range and possibly a curved monitor. Now, I currently have a MacBook Pro 2012, and I think the maximum resolution on the card is somewhere around 19 by 1,400, somewhere in that, 1,900 by 1,400. Okay. So, (laughs) When I, what I need to do is I'm running a music program. I just need more real estate to pull everything up to see what I need to see. Um, any advice on what I should be looking at?
2: Um, gotcha. I mean, uh, I would check the my personal favorite place to buy computer parts from is Newegg. So that's where I would go yep, first and I, foremost. I was going to say the exact
1: there. same thing. Uh, you
2: always well, check there, around, so. check Amazon, eBay, uh, and other websites just you know compare prices see what's the best Um, unfortunately we don't have anything higher than I think we have a 19 inch monitor is the highest we have and you're looking for a little bit higher than that so uh, right
3: is is there any anything in particular on the monitor I should be looking for Uh, I I, literally I don't know anything about monitors because I've always had laptops or the monitor came with the computer that I bought so is there anything I, I know nothing what should I be looking for
4: to get
2: a Just check, check what the resolution is on it. Um, make sure that you will more than likely have to get an adapter if you're trying to connect to a MacBook. Uh,
3: no, nah, I got HDMI on it, so I'm good.
2: Okay, well then that's good. Um, and I was going to say something else, and now I'm drawing a blank. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> and one of the one of the other things, at least a, a quick search, and this is from EveryMac.com, says the maximum resolution supported on any external display. Is 2560 by 1600. Uh, okay. But I'm trying to see if there's, uh, yeah, this is another from an Apple forum as well for the mid 2012 non retina display. It says 2560 by 1600 nice. for uh, external.
3: 25. All right. Well, and that is the exact uh, MacBook Pro I have is the mid 2012. So, thank you guys. I appreciate all your help. Sure.
1: Thank you no very problem. much. Hopefully, it works out for you well. It is Computers Internet B O H Computers. We need to take a quick break. We'll come back and discuss uh, what Bull learned from this week and see also if anybody noticed anything yesterday. Six two nine seven nine seventy. We'll take a quick break. Come right back. <laughs> It is computers, internet, BOH, computers, news, talk, ninety-four point seven and nine seventy, WMAY me The phone number for any tech issues, problems, questions, things you have. Bull, I'll let you get to your story first of of strange happenings of the week.
2: Yeah, um, we were talking about the cloud being hacked and how nothing is secure. Nothing is one, completely one hundred percent secure. We learned that drastically this past week. Uh, Twitter was actually hacked. And what it was is somebody gained access to an employee-level admin account. Uh, they could have done that through a phishing scam, you know, just sending out an email and having somebody log in. Um, but that, if you're an admin for, some, for one of these major websites like Twitter, you probably are tech-savvy enough to know to look out for something like that. Uh, so what more likely it was, which I was just reading about and it was a lot scarier, is was called SIM swapping and it's a little chip that's in your phone that, uh, you know, that's where your internet comes from if you don't have, if you're not on Wi-Fi, that's where your cellular service comes from, so the calls and the text messages you you can make. Um, If somebody makes another SIM card and attaches your data to it, and then usually through employee level, Verizon or AT&T, whatever uh, account, they change their SIM card to be your official one, they get your two-factor authentication re- uh, reset code, and then they disable that SIM card so that your phone now becomes the primary service, and it's it only takes a couple minutes. You more than likely don't even know it happened. Um, so that's, uh, the, that's how people can get around that two-factor authentication, which is really scary because that's one of the more secure ways we have to uh, reset our stuff.
1: And and this one was massive. A bigger report for Twitter came out yesterday uh, late. I don't know if you saw that or not. Hundred and thirty counts were yep. targeted. Forty-five had their password reset and tweets uh, sent by hackers. Eight of the accounts, which they found interesting, had their data fully downloaded by the hackers. Hey. But none of them were actually verified accounts. They believe some of this. Okay. Um, initially, the tweets were all having to do with a Bitcoin uh, scam. Yeah. But they they think there's some other with the the downloads of other stuff, there's some other nefarious stuff going on, so it's still being uh investigated.
2: Yeah, I mean it was hundred and thirty accounts and we're talking some of the most high profile accounts in the world, like Elon Musk, uh Obama, um I uh,
1: Joe Biden was in on that Joe on that Biden,
2: question. uh Bill uh gates was one of them i mean and bill gates specifically he is somebody who i could i would almost put all of my money on will never be the victim of a phishing scam yeah there's no way he's ever going to get an email or go to a website that says hey we need you to re-log into your account And he's like oh yeah let me just do that real quick
1: microsoft will pay you this money if you sign into this account (laughs)
2: <laughs> but they're thinking it was an inside job. They're thinking uh, an actual employee had something to do with this. Uh, somebody gained access to this employee's account. And, and what actually, they did—
1: And real quick, too, with the investigation, it was multiple uh, employees' accounts, not even just one. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, tell yeah. you what, we got a phone call coming in. Let's grab that really quick. Hi, you're on Computers Internet, BOH Computers.
3: Um, I have two questions. Um, I have a box of the small floppy disks that used to be used for backup. Do you accept those for recycling?
2: Yeah, you can go ahead and bring those in. We'll take them.
3: Okay. And I have a laptop that I've gotten from you, and I've used it a great deal. The other day when I went to use it and I went to turn it on, it wouldn't turn on.
2: Okay. Um, Go ahead and bring the laptop. Any diagnosis? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, go ahead and bring the laptop and the power cord in. Uh, that's either the power cord or the battery. Um, if for whatever reason it's the laptop, we can, uh, we can get that repaired, or we'll look into you know, replacing it, seeing what we need to do to uh, get it.
3: Okay, now when I go to come in, um, did, did I understand on the t- uh, radio that you uh, come in first and see how many people are there, or what's the protocol to getting into your shop?
2: Yeah, we can only have two customers in the store at a time, and you do have to wear a mask inside the store. So uh, just walk up to the door, take a look, and see how many If you need to open the door. Take a look and see how many people we have in there. If we have too many people in there, we might ask you to wait out in your car. Um, If there's nobody in the store, feel free to walk in. And uh, any recycling stuff, we will send around to the back of the building. So we'll take a look at your laptop and see what we can do with that, and then we'll send you around to the back of our building to recycle.
1: Thank you so much no problem thank you yep. thank Bye. you Bye-bye. as a great question is a good reminder to everybody is yeah the, the protocols have changed a little bit so please i know brian said there's uh, i think there's what 12 stop signs outside now <laughs> yeah. i think the number keeps going up every week because people don't always seem to read them um but, uh, it's
2: almost like they're just starting to blend in now. Yeah. So I don't know. We need like something flashing, or like a really loud horn, or something.
1: We'll get somebody from your, from the lab with one of those spinning signs. Has to stand out yeah. front. And
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, things. it's a confusing time, so it's understandable. We'll try and help out as much as we can. Just let us come inside. Let us know that you have recycling. If we need to look at your driver's license because you have any TVs, we'll do take care of that. Otherwise, we have we have to give you a little ticket. So the people in the back. Don't just have people, anybody and everybody showing up. Uh, so we have to give you a little thing that says whether you're a resident or a non-resident, send you around to there. They open the gate. We have a box or a pallet set up where we're not allowed to touch any of the recycling, so you will have to unload it yourself. So if you didn't need any kind of help, go ahead and bring that help with you. Uh, we can take. We can still accept the electronic recycling, and we're here until 5 p.m. today, so feel free to bring anything out till then.
1: And, yeah, it's definitely going to be a hot day, so plan accordingly with uh, yep. needing help, whatever you need to uh, to do. Uh, so besides Twitter, that was on, what, Thursday?
2: Um, it was, yeah, sometime last week because uh, the Wednesday, I think it was, of this week, it was whatever, the 17th, is that right? Yeah, 17th, no, this, 17th yeah so was it was yesterday, yesterday. I guess. Uh, they muted uh, all of the verified accounts on Twitter to try and figure out what was going on. So any and all verified accounts were unable to tweet for about 20 minutes yesterday.
1: Yeah, and then by last night, they uh, did say Elon Musk was back to uh, to tweeting. So um, at least know they'd restored some of them, if not all. The other yeah. thing you may – and and when I talked to Bull off the air while we were in commercials, um, didn't know, and I'll mention this quick before we go to the uh, the news, is the internet went out. Half the internet to about half the country and part of other countries went out for about 30 minutes yesterday. Due to a bad router in Atlanta, Cloudflare systems took down a whole lot of uh, different pieces. You either took forever to get to the Internet or you just couldn't get to certain pages like Discord, Politico, League of Legends. Happened at 4 o'clock our time. They had it back fixed within about 30 minutes, but everybody noticed, other than Bull, in very short order. (laughs) It is Computers Internet, BLH Computers, News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. We'll take a quick break. For news, weather, come back. Take more of your phone calls as well as talk more tech.
0: Let's talk computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. Let's talk computers and Internet with BLH Computers on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY.
1: 629-7970, Get you on the air for any tech problems, questions with Bull from B O H. Uh, talked about the Twitter outage. Talked about part of the internet being unavailable. Um, another way you may be able to get internet, um, and all these different companies are are trying different things. Of course, you have. Um, Was it SpaceX has launched the mini satellites? I actually have signed up to get their emails to be a uh, a possible tester in this area. If hey they yeah. get them. I just like to see what the connections like and how well it works. Uh, yeah, but but Google's also trying that with a thing called Google Loon, L O O N. <laughs> they have they're basically they look like weather balloons, but they okay. uh, um, did they're actually testing them right now in Kenya. They have thirty five balloons transmitting four G signal to thirty one thousand square miles, and. Uh, uh, Again, that's something that you're going to see in a lot of of rural, rural areas or or countries that can't get Internet any other way is is either satellite or some of those balloons. Um, I think it's interesting to to try and get the world totally covered in Internet. Back to the phones we go. Hi, you're on computers, Internet, BOH computers.
5: Well, you guys were talking about that, that hack that went on on those things. And
1: also, because of
5: what they found... I thought of WikiLeaks, like someone like WikiLeaks saw the criminal activity, the blacklist and all the illegal stuff that they're doing behind the scenes. I look at it as a possible whistleblower, bringing, bringing the criminal activity of that that.
2: Of that Very well could be. Uh, we have definitely seen some, uh, you know, notable hackers, people who are ethical hackers who uh, they'll hack into these accounts just to be like, hey, you know, I was able to hack into this. Your security is not good enough. Um, I do. I was reading a discussion on a lot of people thought it was incredibly weird that the hackers outed themselves almost like they didn't personally out themselves, but they they could have gained access to these accounts and nobody knew about it. They gained access to these accounts, and then they did a Bitcoin scam. So that's where a lot of people are like, "Why? If you gain access, why would you to, do this? Yeah, why would you do this? Um, and yeah, well, like, maybe uh,
5: it's a, to make sure the notice got out.
2: Yeah, that's that's one thing. I mean, were maybe saying, that's just a, to let if people they know, hey, we were and able to like hack that this, and,
5: and no one knew about it.
1: Yeah, and, yep. and again the the concern of of and Stephen, I think you make you make a valid point there is with with the discussion of the the bunch of stuff was downloaded from some of these accounts. Okay, what exactly was that? Yeah. Um, and again, it, it it could be that kind of situation because yeah, if it was just oh, we're gonna see if anybody falls for the the sending Bitcoin from these famous accounts. we'll maybe we'll make some cash and that's it. But yeah, the, the downloading aspect it, it could have been it definitely could have been a cover for something. It's it's something that need to watch out for. The uh, uh, and and any other questions, Steve, or thoughts? No, I'm I'm just on that. Uh, what do you guys do for um, uh,
5: your your other guy that's on on there all the time? The from there um, talks about setting up a computer. What do you guys do for that? What does that entail? What does it cost? I mean, if you're yeah, talking you about somebody going to
2: your location, setting up a computer, we deal with a, a gentleman named Dave Eider. Uh, he he owns Tech Two Door. Dave. He will he buys computers from us. He will take them to your location and set them up if you need them to.
3: Okay.
5: You know what his cost is, or is that you
2: know. Unfortunately, I don't.
5: Okay. Yeah, I, I I think it's uh, this this thing's not making sense. Back to the hacking thing, it just doesn't make sense to me. Is is the two things two things are, are like you say the Bitcoin thing, and then the glorification of them hacking. Yeah, I the, those two things don't go together. But I think it was more about a show than it was about the. Or
2: maybe well, it's just uh, to show
5: the vulnerability of of a lot of, of criminals everybody. are caught
2: because they like to brag about things. So I mean, it could have just been, hey, we gain access yeah. to this. Let's also get, try and make some money off of it. But I mean, well, I'm sure we'll find out in the next coming coming months. Um, I yeah. If they're I using always this say it worked to blackmail somebody.
5: I always say it worked that the uh, they they keep on. Do you think people? We've never been hacked, but we've been around for 20, or 15, 20 years. And and they've never been hacked. I said, well, no decent hacker would want to hack us because they couldn't brag about it. So you hacked into <laughs> yeah. something that's 15 years old. You, you don't tell people like that because you don't tell the other hackers because
2: they would like, be what'd you embarrassed. Get? Nothing. Just I just hacked into it. They're like, oh, cool. We'll do something cool.
5: Yeah, um, I you do know that You these... didn't take the trash out. What what else was there to do? You know. <laughs>
2: the CEO of BitTorrent is actually offering a $1 million reward for anybody with information leading to whoever. Yep, hicc- Justin,
1: he's. Justin's son, because his, his account was also hacked. Yeah. Wow. And that,
2: that was a real tweet. That wasn't one of the scam tweets, so.
1: No, that's, that's pretty cool. Thanks guys. Yep. Thanks for the phone no call, problem. Steve. Uh, and, uh, uh, they're even, Twitter's even getting called out and, and it, May it's probably had nothing to do with this, but they also don't – Twitter does not encrypt private messages. Yeah. So if you – if and it, how it works is if you are on Twitter and you follow somebody that follows you, it then opens up the ability to private message. Yeah. Uh, they used to have it where it was just open to anybody. If you followed somebody, you could shoot them a private message. They took that back after people, I think – I'm assuming abused it with famous people. But now cool. they have to follow you so you can message both ways.
2: I guess my thought, because I did see somebody was like, "Hey, why isn't this stuff encrypted?" Because they didn't—they didn't like—they gained access to the account. So if I log into my Facebook account and I go to my messages, they're not encrypted. No, of course not. Because you're the you're the
1: person logged in. Yeah,
2: and that's what they did is they logged into these accounts. So they logged in and they downloaded the data. The data is not supposed to be encrypted at that point. It's only encrypted if somebody without the proper authentication coin—I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Tries to gain access to it. So, like the employee level, it, just the employee account, he could not read the messages between so and so and so and so. Once he gained access to so and so's account, he could read those messages.
1: Yeah. So, uh, and again, it's always good to make sure your password is strong. And in the case of this, it wouldn't matter what your password was because they use they got in from the inside. But still, yeah. just make sure that that. Um, your, you as yourself are doing as much of the keeping yourself safe as you possibly can. Like I say, in in cases like this, yeah. there's nothing you could have done whatsoever. But uh, well, and unfortunately,
2: the encryption doesn't even. It only matters a little bit if this new uh, law goes into effect. I think it was called the the Lead Act, is if I remember correctly. Yeah, we, I don't remember what it stood for, but it it puts its uh, law enforcement something i don't remember it's uh they're going to require a back door on anything encrypted so Which defeats literally the just whole purpose. push a button yeah it defeats the entire purpose but it's supposed to only be for law enforcement to go through that back door cuz you know hackers only listen they follow laws and
1: yeah yeah i don't know 2176297970 there's uh, an- another uh, more updates and emergency directives. This is actually from a, an organization I hadn't heard of. Imagine that. There's a lot of them out there, though. <laughs> yeah. CISA, C-I-S-A, the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. They had to put out an order to all federal executive branch offices to apply an emergency patch, which only affects – it won't affect regular users. It has to its Windows Server which is, is run on the server side. Yeah. They had a, uh, a warning out for a high potential for compromise of agency information. So Jesus. basically, this is a thing that told every federal agency, put this patch in right now. It's that <laughs> important.
2: So the and these f- patches are because they didn't know there was this, this backdoor in this when they first made it. There's no way to know for certain all of these ways into software. I mean, software is just code. It's just. Words that tell the computer how to function correctly. So, I mean,
1: and sometimes it's... Put a, a patch will break other things. Yep. But yeah, the uh, the Department of Homeland Security put out the Federal Civilian Executive Branch. So basically, every quote-unquote civilian government organization was to also do these. But yeah, they found uh, they said the vulnerable vulnerability poses unacceptable significant risk to the federal civilian executive branch and requires wow. an immediate and emergency action. So I'm guessing a lot of private companies are also getting that in very quickly.
2: Yeah. I know a lot of more companies are banning TikTok from their company phones, and it's actually being brought up on discussion boards about it just being banned in the United States, period. Uh, just it, it just collects more data from you than is necessary. It doesn't just take a video and post it online. It also can interact with some of your other apps it can see your photos it can see your videos it can see your clipboard which is to me a really major red flag have you ever copied and pasted your username and password if you have it can more than likely read that's where your clipboard is is if you've ever Mm -hmm. copied something and then pasted it it saves to your clipboard until you paste it somewhere and a lot of times it doesn't get removed from your clipboard uh a lot of places can only store a handful of things, but um, I think your phone can store up to 20.
1: Yeah, Android has a, a pretty long list of clipboard items you can grab. Yeah, so I haven't had
2: TikTok on my phone. Um, I mean, I am worried for the future when my child starts to grow up, getting her a phone, getting her some of these apps, having her be social and interact with her friends and stuff without having to deal with something like this. But it's just the way the future looks. Yeah,
1: it's and, and yet a, yet another thing to watch out for for you if you're like me an Android user. Uh, there was some malware that was discovered back in May by the Threat Fabric analysts, and it is a uh, strain known as the LokiBot Android Trojan. Um, this one is it's they call it a banking Trojan, but it targets mostly non-financial Android apps. Most of the huh. focus is on social media, communication ones, networking, and dating platforms. Dating so, platforms? So, so things like, yeah. Um,
0: uh, I got
2: hacked and dated a robot for three months, and then she <laughs> stole my credit card. <laughs>
1: but, it, but, again, there's as, as a sorry. lot of that. The, your login information, whatever, is, is stored across all those different apps. So what the, the once the user grants the requested permission and this, this app is on there, the the bot can then control the malware remotely, launch all kinds of attacks, including logging keystrokes, spamming the victim's contact list with text messages, setting the malware as a default SMS manager, which is how you send out your texts, pushing system notifications. So it can
2: share itself is what that yep. means.
1: Um, e- even block victims yeah. from launching or using antivirus or system cleaning software on the phone.
2: Man, mm-hmm. this almost sounds like that. It's not quite the same as the Stuxnet virus, but did you ever hear about that?
1: Vaguely, I, re- I don't remember a lot about it, however.
2: It was a virus that uh, just loaded itself onto any computer or any cell phone that it could get on. And this was, I want to say, in like 2012. This was several years ago. Um, You would never know you had it. The only way you would have it is if you ran a scan specifically for this virus, found it, and removed it. The only purpose of this virus was to travel the world, make it to Iran's nuclear reactors, speed them up to the point they would explode, but make all of their data say everything was fine. Wow. That was was the entire point of this. It was one of the first uh, software weapons ever designed, and it was – Man, it was scary.
1: That is insane. Yeah, some of the yeah. tar- some of the apps that are on this list are scary because I know everybody uses them. 226 apps, Outlook, Gmail, Google Play Services, Uber, Amazon, Netflix, Cash App, all kinds of cryptocurrency wallets, uh, even credit card theft, which would be part of this, is Telegram, WhatsApp, Twitter, Skype, Instagram, Facebook, the Play Store, YouTube, Reddit, TikTok, Tinder, and Grindr. So all of these, I mean, if you have any of these apps and pick up this um, this Trojan, you're in deep trouble. Yeah, uh, You we don't re- hear a lot about them, but holy cow, this one's pretty nasty.
2: We recently had a data breach. My wife's credit card, uh, somebody she handed it to took either a picture of or wrote down her credit card number and the pin, the three-digit number on the back. And uh, we were just sitting at dinner, and she was like, hey, did you buy— these like $20 worth of things on iTunes and I looked at and I was like no and I was like wait that doesn't even link up to either of our Apple accounts so uh yeah go ahead and call your bank and go ahead and we filed a police report as well and I mean I I feel a little bad for the person who did it because you linked it directly to yourself Mm -hmm. so it's obviously not somebody who's like a criminal mastermind. It's just somebody who's like, hey, let me see if I can get away with stealing some money.
1: And exactly right. Tell you what, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and wrap up the show. It is Computers Internet, BOH Computers, News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY, six two nine seven nine seventy Gets you on the air with Bull from BOH Computers. It is Computers Internet, BOH Computers, News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Just about six minutes left till we get out of here for any tech issues, problems, questions you have.
2: Um, yeah, and as a as a huge tech nerd, I would like to personally say rest in peace to Grant Imahara. He oh, passed yes. earlier this week. Uh, yeah. I basically fell in love with him with the Mythbusters Myth show. I watched every single episode of that show. and like, Yeah, he was one of the engineers for R2-D2 on Star Wars. He was a huge proponent for the robot war show and then he ended up becoming i think it was the the host i don't think it was a judge i think it was the host but yeah as a giant tech nerd i just loved him and it's very unfortunate to have seen him pass
1: yeah very uh sad story had a um uh basically a brain bleed for lack of a better word and a uh, brain aneurysm i think is what it was was having issues for a couple days and then um yeah and then went unresponsive at his girlfriend's house and and had surgery, they thought they'd corrected it, and then had another issue and never recovered. But he even—one of the stories I saw shared just this morning on him is he, of course, was, again, tied to Star Wars. Well, I don't think he did much with Mandalorian directly, he built a his own baby Yoda, of course, with permission of, of yeah. Lucas and everybody else, a small animatronic one because he's good with that and would take it around to hospitals uh, to visit kids.
2: He personally built the assistant robot for the Late Late Show. I think is what it was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he personally built and programmed that and got it all running. So I mean, he was he was a huge tech nerd and like, yeah, very sad to have seen him pass.
1: Yeah, uh, was very shocked by that and always I miss that. I know you can watch on other places. I missed watching that show on Discovery. Always interesting to see what uh, what things they did. Yeah. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. 7970 I know you're a big gamer. We were talking about before the show started with the Steam sale going on and, and yep. buying all kinds of stuff. This was a game I used to play a ton of and then got way away from it just because I, I couldn't keep up and, and kind of got out of gaming was Microsoft Flight Simulator is coming back.
2: All right. I mean, Especially if it comes back for VR. That'd be, that'd I, be awesome. I
1: believe it is. It's uh, Microsoft Flight Sim 2000. The minimum specs aren't terrible, but of course the minimum is going to give you the minimum look. Yeah. Minimum spec is a AMD Ryzen 3 1200 or an Intel i5 4460, uh Radeon RX 570 or Nvidia GTX 760 GPU. It's really gig- not that bad actually. No, 8 gigs of RAM and a 150 gigs of storage. But the seeing the, the pictures and things that they put out on this game, I mean, if you flew over Springfield in this game, it's going to look like you're really flying over Springfield.
2: Yeah, especially if you have, like, the max end of the settings and can get everything really nice looking.
1: Yeah, Microsoft with that is a Ryzen i5 or an Intel i5-8400, uh, Radeon RX 580 or a GTX 970 graphics card, 16 gigs of RAM. Which anymore sixteen? the recommended specs? Yep, sixteen's yeah. pretty much the uh, the default I'm seeing. And of course, then the ideal is at even least for bigger. gaming, anyways. Yeah, and this one, this ideal specs is what what this nine to five toys recommends is a uh, at least sixteen gigs of. Or, I'm sorry, thirty two gigs of RAM, one hundred twenty eight gigs. Um, if if you have a, if you can really push it up there, like Brian with his his work computer, I know he's got. Uh, a uh, huge amount and of RAM 128
2: and it, so, gigs, I think, is what he has.
1: Yeah, so this will run – his computer will run flight sim just fine, but they – Just
2: uh, on the RAM itself. Yep.
1: Um, uh. and, a, and a lot of it, of course, is online, so they recommend a, a minimum 5 meg download speed, but Microsoft's recommended is 20 meg, and the ideal download, if you're going online to fly with others, is 50 megs down of internet speed that is yeah. that for that part that seems high yeah I know right now I get 30 down um, I'm gonna be going to 120 down once my uh, my my fiber has been run to the back of my house I'm waiting for the cable company to mount the box and hook me up but then I'll have 120 down. My, none of my computer – well, my laptop might run it. Um, I'm
2: hoping that's just recommended for the download itself. Like I have a real problem with games that are single player, totally, you know, your own yeah. individual environment, but need to be connected to the internet. Like the DRM was a big issue. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I guess I could see a flight simulator if it needs to pull data from like Google Maps. I could see it needing to be connected to the internet. But uh, Yeah, that
1: just seems a little high yeah, to me. Let's go back does. to the phones. Hi, you're on with computers, internet, BOH computers.
4: Yeah, my son's running a a Corsair gaming console, and um, it seems to be overheating the uh, uh, GPU, and I was trying to figure out what's the best way to get that thing cooled down. Uh,
2: So the first thing to do would be to check the fan, see if the inside of the machine has any kind of buildup, any kind of dust, Uh, if there's anything like that. uh, You can take a leaf blower and blow that out without pointing it directly at the board itself.
4: It, it's brand new. It, it, it's, it's right out of the box.
2: I mean, if it's brand new and it's overheating, uh, it's more than likely going to be the thermal paste then, um, depending on what thermal paste they used. Uh, I know a lot of like compact systems are designed fairly poorly where they just do run hot. Um yeah, you, you can definitely try and change the thermal paste on the processor, see if that brings the temperature down any. Otherwise, make sure it's in a place that has uh, plenty of ventilation, plenty of airflow to it.
4: And how long because after the CPU's you... Run, the CPU's running pretty good. It's the graphics processor that hits, it hits 80 degrees Celsius in about 20 minutes.
2: Wow. Yeah. What are you playing on it?
4: Uh, Halo. I mean, he plays just about every game you can name. Gotcha. So, uh, but they're they're usually high end games, and I sit and watch it. I, I've dd end it and done everything I could, but I've gotten it down to the point where I finally pulled the side of the case on it and blew a fan at it. And we kept it down. And I'm like, we're not getting enough airflow.
2: Yeah. Um. Do you know what the graphics card is?
4: Uh, it's an NVIDIA. It is 7900. Uh, rise the new. Um, RTZs, the, the be, uh, ray trace instead of the you know the, ray, the new ray tracers that they've got. Yeah.
2: Pretty high um, end. Yeah, that shouldn't be running hot. Uh, I'm really not sure. Um, did you buy it second hand or did you buy a brand new? Brand new. Okay. Um,
1: there's and, and I've done a little bit of looking for the GPU and, and I'm finding some different. There's some. Uh, Discussion on some of the Corsair forums, and some of it talks about making some software changes that you can do uh, to that. If you if you do a search for Corsair gaming console GPU overheating, it's one of the top uh, things there, dated April twenty eighth of twenty twenty. Gotta let you go. Thank you, Bull. Tell them how they can find you, sir.
2: All right, you can come see me at BLH in Springfield, 1832 Stevenson Drive. Uh, we have our Jacksonville-Taylorville location. We're all open until 6 p.m. BLHcomputers.com or our Facebook. See you next week. Thank you very much. Bye.